What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Average Outdoorsman Podcast. I'm Tim. Sitting across the table from me is Mike, and of course, we have Kevin with us. Uh, this week, we have a special guest, and that would be Scott Wilhelm of Shields. Uh, you guys have met Scott in the past. Uh, he was on. Uh, he was. I think you were our first actual guest on the podcast yeah we tricked him yeah we tricked him into being we on the podcast him. one you guys time said you're veterans at this <laughs> when you well, watched me last time a year later nothing has changed <laughs> uh he was on for an ice fishing episode he's a really good ice fisherman uh turns out he's he's a pretty darn good turkey caller too so we had him in here what are you better at I, turkey, I, I don't know if i'm very good at any of the above okay. but <laughs> if you had to pick one that you would say you're a like a better expert at well, I would imagine that would be turkey calling, oh, hunting. Yeah, that's a, wow. I would. I did not in, think he was going to say that. I would have put money <laughs> on ice fishing. That's, and I see this I man every pick. day. You uh, definitely post more pictures about ice fishing. That's for sure. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, you know, turkey season is kind of a flash in the pan, so yeah. maybe that's why. And I just yeah. don't go as much as I ice fish, probably. Yeah. Yeah, you seem to be ice fishing a lot. Yeah. You have, just, a, good, you have a good if, year this year? Yeah, but if your wife is listening, I don't think you ice fish enough. I don't fish enough. That's yeah. impossible. See? You guys. That's a veteran move. Come on, you guys. I had a good a year ice fishing, though. I got all, <clears throat> enough. I hope my wife is not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I went ice fishing one time. I didn't even go. I don't want to talk about it. I'm We're with, talking about Scott. I'm with Kevin. I didn't even go, but let's move past it. Let's talk <laughs> turkey hunting. Well, first, congratulations, Timmy. Thank you, thank you. Yes, Timmy's got a baby girl. Yes, yeah, two weeks old. Awesome. Holy! Oh, smokes. it's gonna be. Th- she's gonna be three weeks this Saturday. That was a good call, man. We didn't even have that in the notes. <laughs> I know, <laughs> making me all making me look bad now. I know. Look at <laughs> yeah, this guy. So you got, we got a girl dad. Yeah, girl dad. Yeah, girl dad. Yep. I'm rocking solo boy. Yeah, here. and in a couple of years, we're no longer friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's fair. That's I fair. have I have one of each now, so I'm pretty lucky. But yeah, it's been uh, it's been a whirlwind, but it's been good. Lack of sleep, but that's all right. Totally worth it. Worth it. So turkey hunting does the same thing too. Exactly. Yeah, so. I'm used <laughs> yeah. to it. I'm just I'm just gearing it's up training. for turkey season. Just <laughs> training for turkey season. So yeah. Well, let's let's get into it. All right. So Scott. What is your background in turkey hunting? Where did you get like your start turkey hunting? Was it something you and your dad did? Something you and your grandpa did? Yeah, you know, my dad didn't hunt, at least when I was came around. Um, just rural community, you know, rural Wisconsin. And I fished a ton. But the buddies that I made friends, you know, the, the friends that I got to have that were fishermen, a lot of them hunted. I just slowly started getting into hunting, started with squirrel, kind of the gateway drug, and I lived out in the sticks. There was a lot of turkeys around, and I I think a falls tag was the first one I ever bought. I was probably about 12 years old. And just, I mean, I, I was fascinated with it, just that calling aspect of it. Chasing deer is great. Squirrel hunting, I love it. But just nothing compares to that interaction of calling, listening to him gobble. And I was just, I was hooked from day one. So I got I to back up because you said squirrel hunting, you said deer hunting, you said turkey hunting. And it's actually something my brother, who is a very good friend of yours, right? Yes. And uh, he talks about you all the time. And he, he, even before I worked with you, he would always talk about, yeah, I go in there just to see Scott and talk hunting and talk fishing. And he had said that he thinks that you're one of those people that you master 
something and then you move on, then you master the next thing and then you master the next thing. Like you become very, like a lot of people don't know this, but you've shot giant bucks. I've stumbled right? on some good deer. Exactly. <laughs> right. And so not only are you a successful turkey hunter, successful turkey caller, and a dang good squirrel hunter. And a damn good squirrel hunter. <laughs> I will agree with that one. And you know how to catch a fish in a puddle. Okay. Yeah, I like this. So guy. would you would you say that that would you say that that's true? Like I've never actually I don't think I've ever told you that. I would agree. But it's with something the, that he told me a long time ago. So that's it's a, that's a neat perspective. So a I think he may be a little delusional <laughs> when he says I've mastered this and moving on. But I I don't know. I just like to I just ebb and flow with my interests. You know, I used to be hardcore into turkey hunting, and I wouldn't. I never quit doing it. But I just kind of got out of it. A lot of it was family related. As Tim knows, right, with the kids <laughs> yep, in the middle of the night. Yep. And if you're on night duty, as yep. you told me earlier, that it just it's it's part of life, right? I, I mean, I just, I, I do some, I, yeah, it's not to mention and moving around, yeah. Not to mention, I mean, I think I own 65 of your flies. Yeah. And you tie flies. Yeah. Animal, yeah, I tie flies a lot. Right? Fly fishing. I think uh, half the time I talk to them, I'll send them a text message. Hey, did you kill a turkey yet? Well, I've been fly fishing for the last <laughs> yeah, three hours. They're gobbling gets... like crazy, but I'm fly fishing. It's not like that. The last two years, my wife just drove her nuts. She's like, you're going down there to hunt. And it's like, it was 40 mile an hour winds. It's like terrible, right? So you can get out of it. You go down the, right, valley. Go the valley. I just I'm truly fishing. was just capitalizing on what the conditions told me to do. I caught a lot of fish last <laughs> turkey season <laughs> yeah you did i got the pictures <laughs> so do you have any do you have any like hunts or anything because i know like i know you take your daughter hunting uh last year a couple years shot her first bird right uh she was with i guess she yeah. has not pulled the trigger yet she yes. was going to last year and fractured her wrist la da da but she's gonna go this year and, and that's the that's the goal is to get her bird yeah that's do I you mean, think you can call her in or you need one of us to come with I, I figure I can hop on YouTube and <laughs> yeah. learn a couple things maybe between now and youth season. So, so that's the goal this year. Yeah. Her I mean, that's obviously I want to hunt myself, but yeah. I, I just, I really, and I know the window's short, you know, maybe one morning at best we'll get, but I can't wait to do it. So we were just awesome. actually watching a little bit of YouTube and weird. We stumbled across the video of Scott on Letterman. That yeah. was news to me. So explain that, explain how that happened. So you were on Letterman twice. Yep. How does that happen? Well, I was, it was part of the turkey calling contest stuff I used to do. And Wild Turkey Bourbon was a sponsor. Look at everybody pipe up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one wanted to fall asleep. They sponsored the contest. So their PR people would, uh, they pushed to get us on or contacted the show, I suppose. So the one time I was on, they even talked me into wearing a wild turkey bourbon shirt, like a denim shirt. It's the only time I've ever put one look. on. But I'm like, some look. lady's like, hey, will you put this on? And I was like, well, you guys are responsible for being here. I'll, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah. So, so how, that, how was that experience? Yeah, was that's it, what I was just going to ask. Like, was it, is it something you would do today again if they asked you to? Yeah, I, for sure. They, I would, it would do it in a heartbeat. Do it your was a kids really neat experience. This? Yes. My daughter knows it. I would say proud of it still. Yeah. She may not be in a while, but um, <laughs> yeah, my boys, they're pretty young, three and four, but they've, I think my daughter showed it to them. So, so before, before we press record over here, you were telling us a story about the producer saying like, what, what was he saying to you? Like before you went on stage? Oh, he, you know, just he kind of this, 
to be familiar with the stage, like you'll stand over here and he like looked at all of us. He's like, don't try to be funny. That's his job. Yeah. That's his job. Don't take away his thunder. And then, well, that, so then, yeah, he's, he asked me what my occupation was when I was out on stage and said, uh, we're going to sport in good store, shields, all sports, hunting department manager, whatever it was. And, and then he said something along the lines like, Oh man, that's, uh, that's kind of my dream from childhood. And I said to him, like, I'm, I'm living your dream. <laughs> and it was like off the cuff. I wasn't trying to be just, I mean, I, I had to focus on, on the stage to just react to his stuff. And I come off and the producer was fine. He's like, that was cool. That was genu- genuine, I guess. So it was okay. And we'll link it. We'll link I was so going to say, get, yeah. We'll link yeah. a video we'll, to that. We'll link a, so so watch it. Video. And if you think it was funny and inappropriate, please let us know. And yes. if you think it was good, let us know. Yes. Or terrible. Yeah. You won't think it's terrible. I, I liked watching your face watch it because. I, I just I, found this out that he was on. I was like two minutes ago. Yeah. That you had been on. I mean, awesome. It's awesome. What, when, yeah. when were you on? Like. How many dozens of years ago? Oh, seven and oh eight. So yeah, people like they played it like in a training meeting. It worked with the guys, so they they queued it up the other day, and of course the young bucks are like, "Man, you had uh, more hair and you were thinner then." Thanks, guys. And then the other half was, "Who's Letterman?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, here's a good story about that too. But oh, that that's awesome. It was it's fun because once like you don't. for those of you that don't know Scott, like he doesn't, he, I don't, have you ever told anybody that without them asking you first? Like, has it ever just come up in random conversation? I was on Letterman once, you know? I mean, yeah. yeah. So honestly, right. Like I, I guess I would call it modesty. Try to be modest. I'm sure I fail at times, but trying to achieve that. No, I don't usually open conversations with like, here's what I've done. I know all you guys. That's just not the way you are either. Like, no. It's not about, you're not one of those guys. Yeah. Right? I want like, you to know if I went on Letterman, you'd hear about it. <laughs> well, yeah. It I would mean, probably be like, I would probably tattoo that. Like, here's the episode. Here's the QR code to go watch the episode. Right here. <laughs> I, I'm gonna probably get a tattoo. You're yeah. right. That's that's a great idea. I can I I know a guy that can hook you up with a QR code. We can we can make that happen. All right. So that's I'll, oh go ahead. Go ahead, Timmy. I was just gonna ask how long did you do the you know the competition scene, uh turkey hunting. Or yeah, you, turkey were, you mentioned you were in competition. So what is that like other is it regional or is it national competitions? So the comp you to compete in like the friction or the open division at nationals, you had to win or qualify like a state or a, a local event. Yeah. So I started doing it, I want to say in 2002. And then I think my last time I competed at nationals was in 2016. Wow. So I've had, I've had a few years off and uh, I just in conversation, Tim asked me like, are you going to do it again? And I really do think I kind of this year I've got a hanker and I want to maybe step back in and try it. Right. Oh, that'd be awesome. Wait, yes. what? Yes. Yeah. I just, I want That's like big news. <laughs> yeah. Does that mean we You're can gonna have to a fan the, section now? Yeah. Can we come to the sure. contest and uh, cheer you on? Yeah. Just you got to find yourself in Nashville, I guess. Then I say we go. take the podcast on the road. Ooh, now we're talking. I didn't think this the wives would like to enjoy Nashville Tennessee no, for a while. No, they just had no. I my no, wife no. would be there in a, in a heartbeat. heartbeat. I know I would be too. It's a but fun town. Rules, rules, <laughs> what rules. What, what are you saying? <laughs> we gotta go the boys trip. <laughs> it's a boys trip. <laughs> Whatever. Hey guys, they don't listen to this. They're never gonna know. My wife does. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Great, I can't come now. <laughs> Tim, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Going to Nashville. No, but it, but in all seriousness, I think that's it, for somebody that's listening, and you know, maybe even my brother, for somebody to get in, like, what's the first step? If if you want to get back into it, right? Like, what's going to be your first step to get back into it? Find a local contest. Um, they're they're always going to be affiliated with the NWTF, so you got to go on the whatever the Wisconsin chapter NWTF for us, and this there's a link to whatever the local contests are. They're there's little, not like an American Idol for turkey calling. Where you can <laughs> not yet, judge. <laughs> not yet. Can we set? That? We should set that up. Could you're gonna I, be our Simon? Scott. There'd be like oh, three man. or four people at least that would come. At least. We have, we'll get one person from this episode so then I, to win. So then I assume you just, you know, you you, you win that or you place top five, top ten, top three. Yep. I usually saw it like the Wisconsin State Contest, right? That was my first taste in any contest ever. It happened to be, I really think it was honestly like divine intervention, right? I just believe in it. And I was working at Shields. There was a poster in the break room said like there's the uh, turkey calling contest and I could kind of gobble with my voice. Right. I just, I didn't know where I stacked up. I didn't know there was contest for it. Honestly. Give us a, if you, if you wouldn't mind. So there, it's a quick sample. It's, and no, it's no, decent. we do not have a wild turkey. There is not. So this thing where this poster was up at work and it was in Eau Claire. So I'm like, well, I'm Friday night. I'll just go. I'll try it. I entered the gobbling contest and I won. I mean, there was three or four guys, right? It wasn't a big deal. And now looking back, but I met Rob Keck, like the CEO of NWTF back then was at the contest. And another guy, Jeff Frederick from Wisconsin, he's a won a ton of state contests. They both like, I can see the sincerity in their eyes. They just came right up to me like, you need to go to nationals. If you, if you can be a little louder, if you can just change this a tiny bit, you could win nationals. I was like, what's that? What's nationals? There's a net. Na- it doesn't just stop really? here. Yeah. Like I, I honestly, I had no idea. I, I knew like what the NWTF was. I'd heard the, I'd, I'd heard about it. I knew nothing. I think I it falls just... back onto your modesty, right? Like that's a, like a that's I, a, I guess. I, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I and mean, I think that falls back into like, you're very modest, it's but like, I literally you didn't go there to win the national championship. Yeah. School. And that, and the first year was a flop, right? Like it just, I didn't, I didn't place well the first year at all but i was like i had opened the door and i started going and I, I took the guy's advice and i went down there my mom and dad came along and it was just like this little field trip it was cool so how do you how do you you said you just randomly just tried to make a turkey sound with your voice just because you like turkey hunting and yeah then i mean i hunted i built was off of that yeah i was an avid hunter i loved it i was ate up with it you know and I just, I had a buddy that could kind of make a gobble with his voice and I just tinkered with it, I guess. I can mimic a lot of other things and make weird noises, you know? So I suppose it just, somehow that childhood <laughs> oddness turned into something productive <laughs> for you. me. All your <laughs> teachers were like, Scott, shut up. Oh yeah. We'll here you are. Some other time, another episode. And, and here Scott's you are. weird noises. Yeah. <laughs> I can make a lot of them. <laughs> so that, that kind of propelled you. And then where did that where did the turkey calling take you? Like, so, you know, like what was your roadmap to, to so you made it to nationals, right? And you were competing. Yep. What so was like, your success at the next level? I'm well, I mean, ultimately I ended up winning, winning the national gobbling contest a couple times. I won a world champion gobbling contest. And then I guess my most proud thing is I won the, the grand national, the NWTF grand national friction division in 2011 
Is that so? Awesome. So for would you say that's the most competitive? For sure, yeah. Like so, the way I like try to describe to people that don't know, so like take like the World Series, right? Is like the main event, and then they have the home run derby, like the day before, right? Oh, that's a good. I so I look at the gobbling contest, and there's an all hooting. I look at those two kind of like that. Like it's a niche talent, right? Like the dude crushing forty homers might be a terrible outfielder. He might just be a DH, and all he can do is hit the ball. So it's still, I'm proud of it. I'm not trying to downplay it, but it's just not the same, you know, level as the open division or friction division. And the open, just to explain that, the open division is you can use anything you want. You could use a pot call, a box call, 99.9% will use a diaphragm call. And then there's a separate division just for friction. So box calls and pot calls. And that's what I want. To me, that's like every one of us can pick up a pot call and run it, right? I mean, not to the same level, maybe, but everyone can do it. Not everyone can gobble. So that, that was just, to me, that the friction division thing was by far, like, the most proud thing for me. I've never heard you explain it like that. That's, no, that's I like that a lot. Analogy. I feel like that will, I think that will open up eyes to somebody that, you know, is maybe maybe listening to this or sitting at home. I, like, I guarantee my brother is right now just making stupid noises with his mouth. And, like, yeah. if some kid from Shields can do this, I can do it. Yeah. There's That's, I've absolutely. never heard you explain it like that, ever. And think, we talk I every day. I think it makes it pretty clear, unless you don't know baseball, that it would mean. Yeah, that's much. true. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a good <laughs> point. Can you do this in, like, hockey terms? That's, that's so, I can't. Yeah. So I know that we had asked, um, I had kind of asked you off, before we, you know, hit the record button, but what are some questions that you, you get when people learn that you were on there or what, what are like the main questions you get as, you know, an expert Turkey hunter? I would, so Turkey hunter, Turkey caller, right? Yeah. There's yeah. Maybe, Cause you can, I don't know if I'm a great Turkey hunter. I've hunted a lot of States, eight or 13 different States. And I've shot quite a few turkeys. I don't know how many I've never sat down and counted them all, but, um, there's a big difference, right? Like calling and hunting. And the biggest thing I can see, whether they ask it, you just, they're like, is being a good turkey caller, quote unquote, a good turkey caller, does that make a difference in the woods? That's like the number one question I think that I feel like, and I would say at times, yes, but not always, you know, I mean, you guys sure. are all hunters, right? Average, average hunters, average outdoorsmen, right? Like you don't have to be at the pinnacle of the friction calling world to kill a bird. I think scouting and knowing the woods, there's so many more things that trump it, but there's been situations where my ability to mimic what a hen's doing, get into what I call for lack of a better term, a piss and match with a hen. Like I can do without hesitation, without thinking confident, picking up that call and doing anything she's doing. And I've had that where it seems like if I had to vote, did that make a difference? Your calling ability? Yes. That's my answer. I have a couple of friends <laughs> that would say luck is everything. Sure. You just have to be lucky, right? We have friends that, that they could be the worst hunters in the world. You set them in a tree stand and the biggest buck will come by them every single year. But I would argue the complete opposite with that with turkey hunting. Exactly like turkey you just hunting, said. Because, yes. because if you get into a, you know, a Scott Wilhelm quote, pissing match with a hen, mm -hmm. if you can mimic exactly what she's doing, it can be a game changer because she's going to stick around. She's going to hang around. And the best decoy is what? Live a live decoy mm -hmm. right so i would agree like if that if you can do that to that level i would uh, i would think it makes you a better hunter yeah there, there's times More it absolutely helps and then just like the the vocalizations right like it's not just a plain yelp just a cluck and purr 
that a turkey's doing. And a lot of people, that's like they're that's all they do. They don't care. They say calling's not important, so they learn two or three vocalizations. Well, sometimes throwing in some weird stuff like a kiki run in the spring. It's associated with fall hunting, right? It's the sound of a lost young turkey, but you do it in the spring, and it's a harder sound to achieve. But you do it in the spring, and sometimes that maternal instinct of the hen, maybe they're like, so they're flocked up, right? There's the gobbler with the hens out out of range, and I've hit that kiki before. And just, I know it's not a time of year, there's young lost turkeys, but I've had that hen wants to just be like, there's a lost kid. I'm a mom. I got to go and look for it. And I've watched that hen march right into me. And then what's behind the gobbler, you know, it's, and again, right. it's something a lot of people give don't us, know. Give don't us can't do. So, and that, and that's what I was just going to do. Like you keep saying Kiki run and this and that. So I think we should just take, I don't know, a minute or two and just let you play a couple. Cause you got, you guys, for those of you that you can't see, it, he's got a bag of stuff. He's got, toys. A, he's got a huge <laughs> bag and a vest. And I mean, I've known Scott for a long time and I've seen this, I'm very jealous of this, and I don't know how to use half of it. it. It looks expensive. So, yeah, I think you should just let a couple roll and say what it is and when you would use it. Yeah. Right? Like awesome. Why the not? The benefits sure. of it. Yeah. Like, let's go for a minute or I'll, two or I'll whatever. I'll take notes for this spring. <laughs> I'm going to get my phone out and record this. Yeah, there you go. Put it away. So, for those of you that obviously can't see other than me sitting right next to him, he's got, I don't know, one, two, three... I, I, He's pulling 20, out some sort of uh, 20, 30 different, very expensive. It looks like a. I, I, are you a Harry Potter fan? Is that a lot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even know what Harry Potter says, but like Alakazam. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I don't Dolphin. know. We got yeah, I don't know Scott either. Potter over here. Oh, look so that. let's just Scott let's Podcall. let's sit back in our chairs and you say what you're doing and when when you would do it. Sure. So I just I like, I'm got a bunch of different calls in here and. I just to apply it to a little bit like when in a competition calling thing, people are usually sponsored by, you know, I've heard the reference like NASCAR looking jerseys, right? So most people are sponsored by a call manufacturer and it was, it was, it's common, right? So you're calling for, I used to call for zinc calls, right? At one point and like everyone uses what you got to use, right? Zinc makes great calls but for certain sounds or specialty stuff, right? So like the Kiki run I talked about. So I have one that's just for the Kiki. That's all it does. It's not going to do cluck and purr at all. Specialty call. But here's the Kiki run. This is a, would be a lost turkey. So I don't know. What that sounds like on there. <laughs> it sounded, to me, it, it sounded all. Awesome. I feel lost. <laughs> and here, here's a cluck and purr. So this is, again, a specialty call. It's not going to do anything but clucking and purring. And here's, I'll hold it closer to the mic for you. And obviously I'm using, I guess whenever I do demonstrations like this, I use friction calls, right? That's what I won in nationals sure. friction division. People, it's it's funny to watch people look at me sometimes and they're like, "When's he going to put a mouth call in?" It must be time for a mouth call. It's because when you get to that level, right? I've I've learned how to mouth call. It's all I'm going to use. Well, I can run one, but it's my least favorite. I want to pick up friction calls. So, so when when would you use? So for the average outdoorsman out there listening right now, what when and why would you use a kiki? Um, it's associated hunting wise, mostly in the fall, 
Yep. So you'll like, they're, they're flocked up in the fall, big groups. And traditionally actually all turkey hunting, like in the United States, just in general was all fall related. They would train dogs to break up a flock and scatter the flock. You'd sit down, do a key key run, you know, whether it's with a, whatever disc or a wing bone diaphragm, whatever. And you kiki like there's lost turkeys and their instinct is to everybody come in. The whole flock just gather back up and dog, you throw a blanket over the dog, train to sit dead still and shoot. Dog goes and gets it. That's, really? that's actually, so it's really wow. neat, right? Cause like right now us guys sitting around here, we're thinking the spring turkey, spring turkey, spring turkey. That's not where that's a way afterthought of turkey hunting in America. I wonder if it huh. changed because big game hunting got so big. I wonder if that's part of it. Like, you know, you, you wonder because big game hunting rules the world, deer hunting, elk hunting. I wonder yeah. if, it, if if the industry kind of was like, well, the spring's pretty slow. I, th- I, I, think, can... I think it's a little bit has to do with breeding season and how, yeah. how active those gobblers are and I think how much that, noise they're making. I think it's probably, a, the industry probably had a, a push into that though. Like, hey, let's see if we can move some of the dollars around and try to get some business. It's in. that. And then biology too, is the, is the flocks expanded and just the, the populations could sustain hunting them during a breeding season. Yeah. I think it's that. And then probably this, the advancement of calls too. Like I'm talking the first box call was patented like in 1896 or something like around that range, a Gibson box call, but whole nother we go on. We could have <laughs> this is the rabbit holes that we were talking yeah. about. We don't need to go into that, but like, I mean, honestly, there was, they're like a, a wing bone. And a wing bone for, like, it's a, literally what it is, right? Yeah, it's so, it, they date back like tens of thousands of years, like Native Americans were making, they'd take pieces like in the wing of a turkey, they'd cut it up, hollow it out. I don't know how well they'd clean it up, but, and you suck in, you, you kiss into it and suck into it to make the sound. So these things are like tens of thousands of years old. Like this was for a long time was all there was. Then the pot style calls came out, box calls, diaphragms in like the seventies. So I mean, it's it was kind of in a way in the infancy of turkey calling. Like you know, really, mm-hmm. it's been around for fifty years. Sure. So do you part. do you use that? Yeah. The if you're bone. going turkey hunting, you know, week one, are you going to use that wing bone? Yeah. And it's not about necessarily effectiveness, but it's about I like to just take toys with. Right. Yeah. I'm going to have every box checked. I'm going to have a wing bone, a trumpet a slate, a glass, aluminum, a box. I mean, I'm going to have everything with. Yeah. To kind of lay some context to like Scott's mindset, when you go squirrel hunting, what's your weapon of choice? A 36, 32 cal muzzleloader. So, so <laughs> you're such a Scott, Scott doesn't know, take the easy way out. He's not out there with a 410 shotgun being like, hey, I just got to get close. Yeah. Nope. You're, uh, you want to shoot a smoothbore muzzleloader? It's rifle, but it's yeah, right. it's okay. a patch and round ball though, and iron sights. There's yeah. not no scope and 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 don't you correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't want your modest answer. Don't oh, you shoot? Man. Don't you shoot your squirrels in the head? Well, how you? Where else are you gonna shoot them? Well, for me, I just they're, put they're the, so they're so little, you can't ruin that meat. I just I just put the the crosshairs on them with my you know rifle oh, and pull the trigger. Yeah, they're the, it's like the <laughs> best table fair ever, squirrel. People say I'm crazy, but it's I, so I did, good. I agree with you there. So you shoot him in the head. Of course you shoot him in the head. You don't want to waste meat. Duh. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. There you there, go. There's your there's answer. It. All right. <laughs> crazy. So so Scott's way is generally not the easy way. It's 
I would say like more of the traditional way. Yeah. The way that's satisfying to me. Yeah. 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 Sounds it's, like the fun way, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah. So awesome. I, I, I have fun. I don't care if you yeah. guys do. Yeah, I do. Exactly. <laughs> I'm excited. I want you to, and I see that you brought out um, one of the calls that my my brother first, the first time I ever saw that call was my brother. And he said that he bought it because of you at the store. And then he told me how much it was. I'm like, there's no freaking way you paid that for that. And he goes, but <laughs> listen to this thing. Yeah. And that's why he bought it. Yeah. So I want to hear that. And then the uh, it, explain to people what, you know, the wing bone looks like, and then, mm-hmm. and then do that. So one of those, one of those two start with, but then yeah, I want so to, I just, the both wing bones in my hand here, but it's basically, it's made from the wing of a Turkey, the bones in the wing of a Turkey. And it's usually a three tiered system, a little stop around there to it can replicate it and position your lips on it. You just kind of kiss or suck air through it to make the sound. I'll do some yelps. They're, you're limited to what you can do. You can't do every sound on them, but yelping and some kikis, I'll try it. rusty sorry <laughs> i feel like i should start clapping or something like man that just and 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 you guys you know you're in the store enough but this time of year all you hear is those noises and the gobbles coming from scott and oh, wherever sure. he's at in the store and and every single every time every person turns around they're like exactly every single time he makes a sound every every, every single person like yeah yeah, exactly. if, yeah. work with me every day and then you're like yeah. shut up well how yeah. how does du- how does dwight think of your turkey calling he does not care for it but he's retiring may 31st and you want to hear it ever again <laughs> exactly so now you got what, what, what which one is it this is the one i was talking about is this the one you made me buy the other day I think I suckered even you, you into you one of these. Yep. Well, that's well, I would be. I'm your easiest sale. That's yeah. This pretty, this call right here has changed my turkey calling because a my brother bought it because well you said so, but it is in my arsenal my favorite call. Yeah, I mean it's I have you know three of them right for <laughs> like a backup and a backup for competition. That this was my this is a competition call for me. Sure. Give, a, give a plug. What's hunting. the call? I mean, we give the plug. What's the call? Well, it's so it's it's a, a crystal call from David Halloran. It's called the Twisted Sister. I mean, it's it's one of my favorite. Okay, and there's a ton of stuff, right? I mean, I own I collect turkey calls. I've got I don't know six seven hundred turkey case. calls probably six, seven hundred. Did you build an extra house for your turkey? I, I used to have like on display, but of course with kids, glass. Like a little hammer look and striker, just not a good combo. They're in boxes. They're in a safe place right now, not in my kids' hands. You but when when I was at the store the other day, we were talking about your championships, and he's like, "Yeah, my my kids took trophies out of my room and just were like telling people when they came over, look at, I got a trophy today." Yeah, they put stickers on them and stuff. I mean, that's what they're there for. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, all anyways, I'll play it. It's my favorite one, of my favorite glass calls. So. Little sample. Oh, I love that. Oh, oh man, that gets me all sorts of fired up. Fired up. <laughs> Ready to go turkey How woods. long do we have to wait to get in the woods? Right. <laughs> when can I go, go yeah. buy more tags here? Yeah. So, aside from, you know, the, the, the calls that you've went through right now, right? How often do you gobble when you're hunting? Yep. I, it's really a situational thing. I do it probably more so than people would think just because... 
I always set up when I'm going to use decoys, I'll have a minimum. I usually have a hen and a Jake or a Tom, right? So some male, some female, if I'm going to look like a duck and talk like a duck, right? So, I mean, if I have a Jake or Tom decoy in front of me, I just don't see the harm in gobbling, you know? And then I also think from years of hunting, like I failed for a few, quite a few years before I shot my first turkey. I don't know when I started. And I think in 2001, I finally killed my first bird. So, I mean, most things in life are learned the hard way, right? So I fail, fail, fail. And I just remember though, a lot of those hunts on the ridge back home and I would strike a gobbler, say at 8 a.m., right? Not the roost hunt didn't work out. I'd, I'd yelp and all of a sudden in the distance, I'd hear, I hear a gobble. And then God, I'm working it. Did you do that? Yeah. And then just... another gobbler from like the other other side of the ridge would come in, and then pretty soon they're gobbling, working towards each other. They get together and they're gone. And like just like man, gobbling is it's more than it's more than just something you hear. You know, they they're talking to each other. They Sometimes respond. It, it's and I I've killed a lot of birds. I just it doesn't hurt anything. Now obviously with caution. I mean there's safety issues of course. On public land, if I there's other, I'm just, I'm going to be careful. I'm doing it with discretion. So do you always, do, will you always mouth call or do you have that stupid shaky weight thing that I have? I, so I used to have the shake weight thing, the gobble shaker from Primos, but I guess once I learned to do it with the diaphragm, it freed up a lot of space in yeah. my vest for yeah. other cool calls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Timmy, it's a bulky Timmy's got call. a pretty good gobble. No. Let's no, hear Timmy's. No, 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 let's Tim, do it. Tim, Timmy. No, here's, here's what we're going to do. At the end of this, we're no. all going to go around the table, and we're all going to owl hoot no, and, we're not and, and gobble. Come no. on, why not? My brother except my brother is called in every turkey I've ever killed except for one, so he's my caller. I don't need to call. I just <laughs> bought my first pot call last week. All right, guys. I like I'm, I shot one turkey. I'm learning. I'm in the learning phase of my turkey hunting career. Let Tim just give her a little rip. I'll, I'll at the end. Uh, at the end, I'll give it. I a think rip. it's worth the wait. I really do. Okay, we got. We've got we maybe. Got, I get. We got to warm them up a it's, little bit. I'm gonna have more okay, whiskey. I'm, then. I'm. I'm sitting next to a grand champion goblin <laughs> winner. I, there's no way in hell. I'm Timmy, gonna, let me pour you another whiskey. Yeah, let me pour you another whiskey. How else are you ever gonna get good feedback? Uh, on technique practicing in my truck by myself yeah, exactly <laughs> that's how exactly. but all you're gonna be like dude that was really good and scott's gonna be like that was garbage this hey, is what you need to do hey, change sometimes it. i swear there's something to sounding like a sick turkey sometimes to bringing them in yeah it's a, just a little bit every, every duck i've called has been from a sick duck call you know so you're gonna get criticized right yeah if you're gonna get criticized it's gonna make you better yeah. So you, I'm maybe not gonna. The, I'm just saying. Maybe with the, maybe with the, public, maybe know, with the mics uh, off. Maybe no, with the mics yeah. off. Anyway, I have a question for you. <laughs> so, hold on, Scott's we'll got to pour another glass of wine. Right yeah. What do you got there, Scotty? Well, you pick me up a glass of wine since I don't do the <laughs> bourbon and whiskey thing. So. Thank you, Kevin. So okay, you brought up using decoys and thing like that. Kevin and I, and Mike's been a part of it too. We've been going back and forth on a little bit of a debate on what's better running and gunning for turkeys or sitting in the blind all day, drinking coffee and we're just waiting for and wait, eating by. donuts and being lazy. That's how I classify uh, it. It's a tough say one. Lazy, but that's okay. <laughs> lazy. That's, I don't like that word. So, I mean, it's, so, it's a tough one to just answer, right? So back home where I grew up, the, the main farm hunts 1500 acres. There's room to run and gun. Yeah. Last year, I had zone four around here, right? South of Eau Claire, South town. 
And I had a little piece. It's probably 15, 20 acres, and there's two little chunks of woods. You can't run a gun on it. You know, what do you do? Jump to the other side of the fence and turn right. around and call. It just it doesn't set up for it. So I did. What's your favorite? Oh, if I had to pick, I love running a gun. God, he's on I my really team. Damn yes. it. Team, take that. I don't, take that. I don't take think that. it's I don't think it's right or wrong. I did not think you were gonna he, say he that. He thinks it's right. Kevin's like, oh, yeah. I can't sit my lazy boy and drink my coffee. <laughs> I did not think we're, you were going to say I that. I don't have enough room for my donuts in here. Guys, <laughs> I didn't want to sweat this morning. Okay. Oh, they're both killer effective. They really are. Um, oh, I I probably sit longer and more than I used to because I'm getting old, right? Well, and truthfully, I think the reason, and, and we this was part of our discussion, is I think the reason why I like putting up a blind, putting in some comfy chairs, drinking coffee, <laughs> not only because I don't, well, Running and sweating for a turkey to me is just not a fan. Well, but I've never actually but I've, running. <laughs> but I've never, well, then why don't they call it walking? Hiking, and, yeah, hiking and yeah, it sounds, it sounds cooler. I guess. <laughs> but it, without sounding too corny, I love sitting in the blind, listening to the woods wake up, and just bullshitting with my brother. That's yeah, that's, that's what I love doing. I love walking behind Timmy and yelling that. at him. Like, what the, where are you taking us? They're, they're over there. You, you archery hunt too a lot of times, don't I've you? I've never shot a turkey with a gun. No, with a gun. Okay, that, that's a huge difference right there. I like, will say that's a big difference. It can, it can be done. I know guys will do it. That's It's just not for me. I've, I've yeah. shot him with a bow before, but um, I just, something about being a blind, I just feel like it's robbing opinion. Sure. No, it's and I know like, what you're going to say too. Like when, it, when my daughter's with me or I've taken a lot of youth hunters through that mentor program thing, right? Like it's just... You, you can't get away with moving, right? So you get a very, very novice. It's a great way to do it. But for me, being in a blind, like if I don't have to, if it's not raining, I'm not with someone, I just I just feel like I'm in prison, like sure. pe- peeking out this little office window. For- and, and, and truthfully, to be honest with you, I think the reason why I like turkey hunting out of a blind and, you know, not only because I can drink coffee and, you know, eat donuts. I drink coffee outside <laughs> of a blind a lot. It, exactly. It has nothing to do with it. But... That the first time I ever went turkey hunting was with was with my dad under a tree and you know you know whatever we were successful, but the most fun I ever had was drinking coffee and not hearing a freaking thing until like eleven. Sure. And then all of a sudden my brother's like, "That turkey's gonna come." I'm like, "That turkey is twelve miles away. It's not coming." (laughs) And then just wait and wait. The the conversation that I heard with him and the bird and just sitting in the blind and and yeah I do I do bow hunt like I like to shoot bow. I would rather kill a bird with a bow, yeah, and that awesome. allows me to be more mobile sure. because I've heard turkeys have really good eyes. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I heard I heard that too. Yeah. Someone told me, you know. So, you know, being able to draw a bow back, and then when I miss, I can grab another yeah. arrow. You know what I mean? Like that's I, why I like it. I guess for me, liking the running and gunning part of it is the conversation with the turkey. Is if he's not talking back to me. Screw you! I'm gonna go somewhere else and find somebody that wants to play the game. Yep, that to me is the fun part. Is I I've done it. I've done it the way you've done it. I've sat in a blind, and you know, there's a lot of quiet gobblers that'll come in just unannounced, and they'll just show up for sure. I've killed them that way. Yep. Yeah. It's two years ago. Two Two years years ago. ago, It it happens. Very very short distance. Yeah. We won't talk. We'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that (laughs) later. But to me, it's I I want I want him to be as fired up as I'm fired up. And I want him to respond, and I want to play that game. And I love them just coming in on a string, gobbling their head off. Just oh, it's just, that that to me is turkey hunting. So that's why, like I said, I could have a blind 
But if it if there's nothing making noise within half an hour, it's like, all right, on to the next one. Tim's, Tim's Tim's very Tim's got ADHD. I'm a very hunter. I'm a very patient deer hunter. I'm a very impatient turkey hunter. Yeah, and it, it, it is it's just, weird. It's isn't just it? part of that. It's just part of that conversation that I feel like I'm having with a gobbler, and that to me is the fun part. It's just him making that noise. So yeah. I don't know. That's that's my when I think of turkey hunting. That's what I think of. Yep. Putting your hiking boots on and yep. putting on the miles. I like, mean, and part of it too is like where you start. You know, your I guess you said your first experience was on a tree, but for, it was I on didn't a tree. Own a blind till I was you know twenty yeah. years old or something, whatever. I didn't own a blind when I first started hunting. So well, and kind of like what you said, like my dad, he he, you know, he's addicted to working and 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 didn't hunt a lot. But if I wanted to go turkey hunting, he's like, "Yep, okay, let's go." I got a friend who has you know a few hundred acres. He said we can go turkey hunting. Let's go. So that's what we did, and just by luck i called in some birds and you know shot at them with a gun and didn't kill them but it was you know it was fun it was you know the first time out and i'm pretty sure my dad did not did not think we were gonna kill a bird (laughs) you know but then you know and then as you know as i got older i kind of fell out of it did some sports didn't really make time for turkey hunting and then you know cue Derek and his love for hunting hardcore hardcore and i remember just growing up and then it was about this time of the year He'd have, well, a couple months ago, sure. actually, January. Yeah, about he'd, Christmas. Yeah, right he'd have a freaking turkey call in his mouth all day, every day, and it was like everybody in my family wanted to just strangle him. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, man, he's freaking good. Like, I watched turkey videos, I watched hunting videos, and it was like, man, he's freaking good. And he's like, let's go turkey hunting, and that's pretty much where it spurred. Sure. No pun intended. No, I, I get oh, it. I like that. Like turkeys have spurs. I get that. You see know. You there. So see, you even got it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm pretty slow behind the wheels. Sometimes, and the so. first time I showed up, you know, to go turkey hunting with them, and we went and put a blind up, and there's there's chairs, and there's he's like, I make coffee, and I'm like, oh my god, I this brought turkey hunting? I brought donuts. <laughs> I'm like, this is my shit. <laughs> I just took the donuts and coffee with. Yeah. yeah, I still so, enjoy it. I mean, I'm not going without coffee. Yeah, no, neither will I ever. I mean, coffee and toilet paper are probably the most important things in my best. That's a really good point, yeah. <laughs> we don't have that same hunt, no, Tim. No, we don't. Tim we doesn't don't. let me I, stop long enough hey, to it, drink or no. use the bathroom. So. See, that doesn't sound fun to me. I, I honestly have become a little more patient. I still would say I'm a running gunner if I pick a side of the fence. I don't want to be a fence rider, so I'm going to pick the run and gun yeah. side. You ain't going to flip flop. Generally on this one. speaking, yeah. but I've I still I'll give my setups longer than I used to. I you I think when I first started calling, I'm like I probably was like I'm good at this. I'll just call them in. You learn in a hurry that you're not calling every bird in. Oh, right. You're not in the, in the right spot, and I don't know. I just I'm I'm more patient. Or lazy. I don't know. I like to say more patient. It sounds better. You there could you be go. the best caller in the world, but if that bird doesn't want to come there, it doesn't matter how good a caller you are. Yeah. That yeah, bird's not going to come there. And that's, that's the reason fun. why I get up and leave. Or you go chase <laughs> or, you, or you go chase the bird. Look for, a dumb, look for a yeah. dumb one. That's yeah, what I like exa- to do. Exactly. I like killing the dumb birds, not those Way smart better. ones you guys yeah. kill. So what is, I just, this just question just popped into my head. What is your most memorable hunt ever? Or, or turkey calling sequence or sequence or like yeah event what's your favorite turkey hunting event turkey under the umbrella of turkey my favorite whether it was on letterman or it was with your daughter when she was with you like what is your what is something like if you have to tell a story right now oh wow have you ever been asked that before no i don't know if i ever have i mean it may be after the dust subtle winning the friction 
Because it came, I, I started calling my first contest in 02, I won in 11, 2011. Um, that may be it, or I don't know. There's just so many, like, just flash thoughts of turkeys that I've killed. And maybe out in South Dakota, I had a Marion once, just came from forever away and came from the next state, it felt like, and just throttled his way in. I just remember my body, like, tingling. Like, I may be having a heart attack, but I hope <laughs> I, there's yeah there's some great hunts I have you know. shot the grand slam nope, nope. i just uh osceola it's part of me is just i'm so stubborn like they're, they're a little bit darker feathers like yeah. a can of spray paint i could tell people like, <laughs> <laughs> wait till palm sunday grab a few palms from the church service put them up and back paint the feathers a little darker <laughs> i don't know i want to i really do it's just it isn't as important to me as as some people think right like i wouldn't say people assume that i would have had it when i've if i've hunted 12 states but i just supply and demand like they're in a pretty small area and a, it's pretty expensive to do it is. so it is is that a bucket list thing for you or not at that point um like not right now just knowing like i want to choose my kitchen passes my time away a little a little more efficiently you know I want to go and catch perch next week at the river, and I want to hunt squirrels for a few days in the fall. I just feel like I'd be <laughs> cashing all my chips at home, right? Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, so me, is the, is the boys get older, so I'm, I want to do it. There's no doubt. I got connections. I got people I definitely would want to go with, but this time's got to be right. He'll be there for me. Sure. Who's That's your, cool. Who's your favorite? So you're in competition calling. Who is your favorite competitor that you called with? Oh, man. I, I don't know if I have a favorite, but... I just remember how cool it was when I started, you know, in 02, 03, 04, kind of started to progress and, and win and and have people that I watched on VHS tapes, right? Remember those things? I still watch them. I watched them last week. <laughs> I got a VCR player and I watched like I'm coming over Outdoors or Cutting and Strutting 2 yeah. from like 93. It's, oh, I love that stuff, right? But anyway. Cleaning so his these, muzzle from yeah, the old days. From back in the day. You're the oldest young man I know. I I'm something, but I just, I remember there's so many guys that I would watch on TV. Like I just, you never fathom, right? Like I'd ever see them. These are them. like your idols. Yeah. And I remember, I think one, one that kind of hit me one time was Matt Moret, right? From HS drop from back in the day. And he was always my favorite younger guy, just energetic, fun to watch. And I was at the world Turkey calling contest in Birmingham, Alabama. And it was at a hotel and where the contest was a little ways away. And I was just down there and, Matt Moret's like, hey, Scott, do you want to ride down there? And it was, it was insignificant, right? It's, it's really in the scheme of things. It's a small community, the turkey world. But still, for Matt Moret to say, hey, Scott, do you do you want to ride over there? I was like, man, I kind, of feel, I kind of feel like I wouldn't say made it, but sure. it was like a, it's a hero of mine as a childhood hero. Yeah. It, it was a cool moment. Knows you by first name. It's a first name Yeah, thing. maybe he just guessed. I don't know, but. Maybe he just guessed. <laughs> just guessed. Steve Scott. That's uh that's awesome. That's awesome that you have like I mean just so many memories and stuff and you like that's that's cool. I wanna get there, but I've I've only shot one turkey, so I've got some ways to, <laughs> ways to I mean, go. it was memorable though, I bet. It, oh yeah, there was a lot there of memories you, there. Oh yeah. And and the and the ones that you didn't shoot were memorable too. Well, no, I shot at. Well you shot at but shot you know, at. I mean, I yep. have some good memories of not turkey breast in the freezer for sure. Misses, sure. steaks, some close misses. Should have, buddy shot him out from under me. Just I, all no, kinds of great stories. Mine are pretty close misses. <laughs> Just swinging a miss. 
It's that tough happens. up close sometimes. We'll get yeah. back to baseball metaphors. <clears throat> Swing and miss. <laughs> Strike through your art. Yeah. I've missed Well, there twice was in one there was three strikes, actually. Yeah, no, I, I had that last <laughs> shot. I just was hoping maybe I got lucky with the pellet at about 100 yards. You just get mad sometimes. That's, that, that was. I was I was pretty frustrated. And it was all in video, which is even better. Yeah. So, so what week? What week do you have this year? What, what, when are you gonna? When is Scott Wilhelm gonna be in the woods? I've got first season in Zone One. Then I've got three, four, and five also. And it's your daughter's name is Aubrey. Aubrey, right? Yep. She she gonna be behind the gun, or are you? She does. Yep. So she's obviously eligible for the youth season, and I hoping work it out Saturday or Sunday, one of those days. Cool. Just take her out. I know somebody that can help you out with your schedule. You do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need some time. It's my weekend to work. so That's cool, man. But if I, I work at noon, I think she'd probably be, that's enough hunting. If we can go sure. sun up to 10 or something like that. Yeah. She'll we'll have see. one down by eight, right? Yeah, but she's like genuine. She's 13 and she genuinely wants to do it, right? Like yeah, rewind a few awesome. years yep. and she kind of do whatever just to appease you. And I can see that she's like, I'm like, well, we got a scout, right? I don't want to just be that dad to like sit down and pull the trigger. Are. Like we're gonna go shoot. Obviously, that's fun, but I, I want to make her scout, and she's and it's done now. She's like, well, what? Why? I'm like, well, we gotta know the land, right? If we go set up here in the dark for the first time, explaining this to her, it's it's a really neat moment as a dad. Yeah. Like she's 13. She's smart. She's a sharp kid, right? And explaining to her why, and she's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, if there's a fence and we didn't know it was there, it'll get stuck. Yeah, it makes sense, Dad. Like, that's yes. awesome. That's cool. So I, I'm like, I can't, I can't wait to go scout. I just, I'm excited to do that. They listen. They're listening. Yes. Do, you ever, do you ever film your hunts? Um, I not really, no. No? Never have. I feel like that would be, that'd be fun. It'd be fun to look back at you on some VHS. VHS or DVD when our kids are making <laughs> yeah, fun yeah, of right? us. They, like, they're going to watch it digitally. Yeah. Digital right? video disc? Dad, what is that? What? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm even like DVD. I don't even have a DVD player anymore. No, neither do I. Dude, you gotta come over. Bring it. We can drink. <laughs> we can pow off. You know what we should have done? Wine and wine yeah. and I just had a. a I just had an idea. I'm going right now. I just had an idea. Why did we not do this in his basement? We should have. We yeah. could have taken a tour of the tie flying room. We could have opened yeah. up we all those watched boxes you. of calls. We could have watched some VHSs. You could have opened and freed us some calls. You get a call. Damn it! You, you get, get a call. call. That would have been awesome. Oh man! Well, okay, maybe we can do this again next year. Yeah. Okay. Well, ask him. I'm game. Don't ask me. <laughs> I'm game. I'm game. Right? <laughs> well, man, the season, the season is uh, six weeks long, so if we want to do a mid-season update, oh, there we oh. go. Well, health I would always want to do is a postseason like turkey fry or fish fry Reek. postseason turkey. I turkey had this grill plan up. for years. Like all my the buddies I know that are turkey hunters locally, I've always wanted to do this like a fish fry postseason. Yeah. Drink whatever. I mean, for me, it'd be a, you know, a nice, slightly chill white wine. But <laughs> most guys and my buddies, probably something in a can, but hey, barley pop. I think that is a freaking brilliant idea. Get a campfire, get the get the oil going or however you want to prepare it. And just everybody come. I can cook fish too. I know you can. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> and just have a, and let's take this on the road. That we travel. Hold hold me to this, okay? Okay. Done. I, I, I can wanna, do that. I want to make It's a dream I have. Come May or June, we're coming. All right. Good. So let let's let's pick a couple locations of where your dream would be. Obviously, I, I don't my think. House, I don't care. Really? Sure. So it wouldn't be I don't like that many friends. I said friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that many. So like it wouldn't be. Room. It wouldn't be like 
at, at somebody's farm in the country with a bonfire in the back and we have a couple camp chairs like you like you genuinely don't really care like if it's in your driveway oh no yeah i mean i got like a little burn barrel thing yeah, yeah. we can we can start stuff on fire <laughs> that's what you want to do i just want to fry fish and he's talk gonna about save his fr- franzia boxes for that week now yeah i'm burning all the boxes <laughs> we're, we're doing boxes. this okay we're doing this mike put it in the yeah. put it in the calendar we still have to reschedule it. the uh canoe trip because timmy timmy got booked that weekend <sighs> we'll make it work Maybe Let's you want it. Maybe we need a fourth. Maybe you want to come on our canoe trip. I got kayaks. I don't canoe. You don't want to do a canoe camping trip? I do. I I camp out of my kayak. Out of his kayak. It floats. It's the same thing. No way. No, because then if I tip I over, feel like this is a rabbit hole, but I got to hear this. <laughs> you sleep in your kayak? Not in it. Well, that's a... I, I have like, you know, like your mountaineering, like super light little tent and jet boil, and I put it in the dry storage and my sit on top kayak and... It may it may be like in the last few years the pinnacle of my outdoor stuff is overnight smallmouth fly fishing. So to go down this rabbit hole, yeah, that's awesome to know because now I can pick your brain. We have a sherpa. Oh no, you are you are. We were talking last week. We did we talk on did we talk on air about this or no? Or was this just yeah yeah, we did yeah on how we want to do a canoe trip from. Namakagan? Like, we want to do the Namakagan. Yeah. yeah. The Namakagan. And, and make it a two, three. The Namakagan or the St. Croix. Make it oh, a yeah. two, three day best. trip and just do it. I want to, like, fish every mile of fishable river in yeah. the state, like, smallmouth water. Yeah. Have you done the Namakagan already? I, I actually have not been on the Namakagan. <gasps> oh, and and the, the reason I like I like targeting smaller, not stuff that the, I mean, it's cool, right? There's campsites designated. Sure. I'm like, I'm going to kick down this. Batch of nettles and put my tent up here. But I'm with you in that there's, one. There's places. I don't want to camp. I don't want to camp where people I would, camp. I would love to do the Namakaga. I really do. I just want to do it like in the shoulder seasons. I want to do it. Yeah. In May or October when you're bulky. Or well, October I'm chasing whitetails. So. I know, but yeah, squirrel's hot too. Then so that's <laughs> tough. It's tough. I told my bro- I told so I told Derek that I told Derek that we were you know we were doing this tonight and I'm like, dude, you should come with us and just sit in and hang out and you know yeah. chirp in every now and then. He's like. Oh my God, I wish I could, but you know, he's like, I can, I got, you know, dad duties and stuff. Yep. I'm like, it's all good. We'll get you next time. And he's like, but make, make Scott talk squirrel hunting. And I think we've talked just as much squirrel hunting <laughs> yeah, as we seriously. have. Journey it's hunting. part of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know it's never, good. I've never it. gone squirrel hunting. It's good because I remember, uh, uh, Derek and I, he's like, let's go shoot some squirrels. I'm like, all right, I'll, you know, whatever, let's go. So we went and shot squirrels with our, with our 22s or BB guns or whatever it was. And we came back and I'm like, well, now what? And you save the tail. Right. Yep. Like you always, you always, yep. You always, you always save the tail, right. You took the tail off and we had dozens of tails, right? Like, I don't even remember how many tails we had. <laughs> and then he showed me how to skin it and, and, and trim it out or whatever. And, and I'm like, now what? He goes, now we take it inside and we eat it. And I'm like, no, we don't. <laughs> I thought he was joking. Huh? <laughs> and it this was is a tree rat. And I'll never forget it. Cause he, he made rice. He made, he made it he fried it up on the, in a frying pan. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Now we got it. Like now we're going to go down. this. Did we have squirrel at the fish fry? No, because my daughter will not let me share that with anybody. Well, I, you won't, won't what? My daughter would never let me share our stock of squirrel meat. There's not happening. Okay. Okay, So, so so we have, she loves it. Honestly, like she, she loves it. My kids eat it. It's it's good, like anything, right? I mean, in all seriousness, if it's prepared right, what's your preferred way good. to make squirrel? 
I boil it, not parboil, like par is in partially. I like boil it till it's almost fallen off the bone. Cool it down to where I can pop it in five pieces, the four legs and the backbone. The only thing you really waste is maybe the rib cage. And roll it in flour and fry it in butter. The entire salt, pepper, garlic. The those, just those five pieces. So yeah. what's the point? It fries better. It be, what's yeah. the point in boiling it before? Making it tender. If you don't, it's. Just, I mean, you can slow cook them. You can put them in the crock pot. They're obviously, but it's it's a tough meat, right? They're muscly, stringy, run up and down trees all the time. Because so I've heard like um, squirrel dumpling is supposed to be really good too. Yep. I mean, it, it really tastes like if you take a chicken and pick out the darker meat. That's what I would describe it as, I like which it. I like the dark oh, meat. Dinner. I like the dark meat better. And it's and obviously you fry it in butter, right? I mean, I'm not exactly. Everything's good in butter. It's so it's good in butter, but it's it really is. It's enjoyable. I have a couple of squirrels that I had beef with from deer hunting season. So <laughs> you want to come and help well, me kill some squirrels? Everyone says not that. October. But like I used to, I I deer hunt right. I used to quite a bit. I'll I'll start again. I just don't want to go in and mess up anyone's deer hunt. And everyone's like, come in after the season. Oh, my fingers get cold then. So. <laughs> I like I it know in where September, Tim hunts October. It. We can go around Tim's stand. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. No big deal. It doesn't matter. He's not, he's not I, I don't think it bothers anyway. him anyways. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's your favorite squirrel recipe. This podcast is about turkeys. What's your favorite turkey recipe? Simple. So... I cube it up, take the breast meat. I have saved legs and made soup and stuff. I try to be a good steward of the land, right, and try to use everything I can. But the breast meat, I cube it up, maybe, say, inch squares, and I'll soak it in milk. And then For I how roll, long? The overnight is fine. Okay. And then I will roll it in flour, and then I save baking grease through the year. So you talk about, you think butter's unhealthy. You think like, well, right? If you don't like bacon grease, turn us off. Exactly. I have no interest in it further. So, and then, so this flour, fry it in bacon grease, salt, pepper, and garlic. And it's like chicken nuggets, but better. Like okay. turkey nuggets. It's like turkey nuggets. Oh. <laughs> Sounds delicious. It's, it's, it's awesome. And obviously like, I don't so get. So why milk? Uh, I don't know. It just helps tenderize it. I don't, maybe you probably skip it, honestly. Does it add some flavor? I mean, it has, it has to add yeah, some Yeah, I think it, part of it, it helps just evenly coat the flour, too. It's a good binder. Yeah. Flour. It sounds like a culinary term. <laughs> yeah, cooking with the average outdoorsman. Yeah. Welcome to this segment. Yeah. So you're going to need bacon. You're going to need bacon grease and butter. Well, bacon's gonna, expensive And wild now. meat. It is. Bacon's expensive now. This We're we're getting into some Everything's hefty, expensive. Hefty, everything's expensive. And then I got it. It's really good, like a wild rice cheese soup with turkey to it. It's good. Ooh, I'm gonna have to get that recipe. I, I you need that one. It's delicious. Yeah. Do you really harvest good. your own wild rice? No, I'm surprised. That actually <laughs> so surprised am I. I. I said that, and I was partially expecting. I, to say yes. I uh, actually I do. I'm, fla- I'm flattered by the assumption, but no, I don't. Have you ever harvested your own wild rice? No. I yes. I I can. I've never asked that question. I love wild rice, though. I've never. I will probably never ask that question. I honestly thought you were going to say yes. I really, truly thought. You were like, I, I'm, yeah, no, my kayak's got a wild rice compartment in it. Not yet. Maybe no next time I'll have done it. So back to back to turkey hunting. So season's coming up here. Walk us through a typical calling sequence for Scott Wilhelm in the woods from they're gobbling in the roost to, yep. you know, coming at you. Frying up. Yeah. So do you start like, yeah. I've heard like 
uh, fly down calls and, and things like that. So it kind of circles back to Kevin's question about some of the vocalizations. Yeah. And it's really the good way to talk about is start in the progression of a day. Um, I guess the first thing I'm going to do is if they're not gobbling on their own is I'm going to give an owl hoot, right? Owl. I mean, I in like some, it. in the morning, it's usually an owl hoot. So. And hopefully, oh man, here is there an owl in the room? Here we oh, go. Oh, We're getting the whole <laughs> sequence here. Can you mouth call, uh, like hen calls? Yes. Okay. Can you? Yes. So, have you ever entered Time the comp- Have you okay. ever ahead, entered yeah. the competition? Like, there's competitions about before my time. Right? So, you guys know Mark Drury, right? I've heard of Obviously, him. Yeah. I think I know everyone her. knows. So, like a little Does he have a hotel fact. named after him, the Drury Hotel. So, like mm-hmm. the old, he started out call company. You know, was Mad Calls, Mark Allen Drury. Way back in the day, but prior to all that, like how that. he got his in the industry was, was way before my time um, in the natural voice division. I think it was at the world turkey calling competition. There was a natural voice thing, and I wish, honestly, I wish they still had it. Like that's, I think I could have maybe had some success in that because I could gobble obviously pretty well, but I can do some hen tell. But you know, I got some changes going on now that puberty started. I can't. I can't do it as good as I used to. Isn't so, didn't those Preston, Kiki runs are a little harder? Huh? Yeah. A, didn't Preston Pittman? Isn't that what he used to do? I believe that's what he used to do too. I think he won some natural voice because there used to too. be like one man and two man where you could like you'd have a call sequence yep. back and forth with another person. Like you're okay. So this is you're the the Tom. You're the hen. And it's like a scenario. Yeah. They would, that's, and they still do some of that scenario stuff. They'll be like, you are in South Carolina in a lowland swamp. And so then, you know, you just, you got to think, is the caller like in a swamp? So maybe make like a bullfrog sound background. And or, you're given like a day or two ahead to know. Yeah. You, you know, ahead of time, the, the situations and the scenarios. It's, it's pretty cool. Like if you just close your eyes and listen, like in the judging panel, they obviously don't see because they're small world, right? You don't want to know who's calling up there. So you close your eyes and listen. It's it's crazy. You're at the end of a, uh, a runway at an airport. So do you have a bullfrog call then that you can do? No, I can't do that. We knew this was going to happen, right? But we went down a rabbit hole just for the you know the, the people still with us. I wanna I wanna go back to what we had said, right? Like yep. the, his original question, like your sequence, like you're in the woods, you started with your your owl, and now you got a gobbler on the roost, which sounds like what? Yep. Okay, like that. So you hear that. Yep. Now so what do you do? The, the next thing I'm gonna do that what a turkey or a hen turkey does in the morning is called is tree calling. And it consists of kind of soft clucks and soft yelping. So it's like this. Kind of a muffled yelp, right? And I'm doing it really quiet here. Obviously, I can increase that volume a and little bit. This is bit. on a pot call. This is usually on a pot. I can do it on a mouth call, pot call. Box call would not be a good option. It's just not that same, like, really high, the low, breaking off yelp. It's just a, it's I've a tree always, call. I've always called it a wake-up call. It's, yeah. It and sounds that's, like they're and just kind of starting to wake up. They're and that, there's, you're not the only one to call it that. Yeah. I mean, like, in competition, when they ask, like, caller number seven, the tree call. And then you get your, I get my call and my striker that do the tree call good and I get it. 
So that one, and then right after that, you know, at some point, maybe doing a few, sounding like a flock of turkeys might do, grab a slate and then aluminum and do, so it's two different tones and a couple different pitches to it. And then I'll do fly down cackle, right? It's the next thing is a turkey's going to do. They're going to fly out of that tree. So fly down cackle is just a series of clucks that descend when they're just, they basically like freak out. Like they have to do it every day. They fly up and I swear it's like they just panic. They're like, oh man, I got to do this again. <laughs> but here's a fly down cackle. It starts with some clucks. And then they're going to fly down. And I'll do, again, I'll maybe pick up two different calls. Um, if I'm using a mouth call or if I'm calling with a buddy, sometimes they'll slap their hat in their, you know, their leg to make it sound like wing beats. Just adding realism. Why, what's it going to hurt? If you can do it well, sure. it ain't going to hurt anything to be sure. realistic. Sure. I would take notes, but I realize that we're recording this. So you know, <laughs> you, I can go back this and is going to be the most <laughs> listened to episode ever. And, and then I, it's, it's going to be, you know, some plain yelping, just with some clocks maybe. And if it's early in the year, I might do an assembly call, which is just a bunch of really loud yelping. And it's a, the, basically the boss hen will try to get the flock together. That sounds like what? Yep, it's, it's pretty loud and annoying, but so am I. <laughs> and then they'll just have a slight pause to listen to see if anyone's like, are you guys paying attention? Then I'll start in again. They'll be like... This, I mean, it can be like, is this thing going to shut up? Are they ever going to So it, it's long like that, and that would be your sequence? Yep, they'll basically do it kind of ascends in in intensity and volume. Sure. And again, they'll stop a lot of times just for a second to, to listen, and then they'll start up again. They'll ramp up and just yelp, 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 loud and aggressive. I'll do that sometimes. Like if I hear in a lot of noise, like different directions, like I want to be, I want to make the calls. I want to have everyone come in, and, and it's, it's worked. That's one of those situations wow. where... Ability has made a difference. And wow. knowledge, yeah, knowledge in the woods, like knowing what you're hearing, this mm -hmm. is what the turkey's doing. Now, this is how I've heard a bird respond in the past mm -hmm. to like, okay, I, you know, a plus, you know, one plus one equals two to get them. That's where I need them. So yes. I get that's like, that's the stuff that you have over, you know, hunting in 15 states and shooting, you know, however many birds over the years are missing or learning or mistakes you've made. Yep. I'd, I'd say probably one of the most popular questions of all would be like, what do you, what do you say? Like, how do you know when to call or what do you say? And I've always responded to it and I call it taking the temperature of the bird, right? This let's just say they flew down and maybe didn't work out. Maybe is working out, whatever. But if you call subtle to some, you know, you're calling a little bit and you're not hearing anything, call a little bit, not hearing anything, finally get a gobble. That bird's not very hot. So I'm going to, be more subtle. I'm not going to call as aggressive. I'm not going to call maybe as much on the flip side. If I call and he's just triple gobbling to everything, just cutting me off. That's like, that's what you, that's running a gun and that's everything, right? Oh, you yeah. want to hear My that. Favorite. That's your bird fired out. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to call more and there's not obviously in life to be a dad, right? There's not a book. This is what you do. You just kind of go with the flow and figure it out day to day. But 
I take the temperature of the bird. How hot is he? And then I go from there. And then, like, if there's really hot, I'm going to cut. So cutting of an excited hand is a way in a contest, the way they ask for it. But cutting is really excited. I've had it described to me like popcorn popping. It starts to pop and starts popping faster, and it's erratic and gets faster and faster. Right? That's what cutting is with clucks. So here it is. Sound like popcorn popping? God damn yeah, it! I am so ready to go kill a bird right now. I'm I, I am fired up. So <laughs> I going going back to taking the temperature of a bird. Um, not not the rectal well, temperature, correct. but just like it's a it's a metaphor, <laughs> oh, okay. Tim. All right, like, like how Tim excited is thermometer it? out? Okay, yeah, it's a metaphor, that's, Tim. That's the quote right there. I just want to make sure. There, there's know. the title of this one. It's a metaphor, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question answered. Thank you. Uh, do you okay? So let's say he's you know he's not super fired up. He's just kind of out in the middle of a field, gobbling every once in a while. Now you said you kind of slow it down. You you get a little bit quieter. You're not as fired up. Do you ever try to get him more fired up by doing some of this stuff and just seeing what he does? Yep. Or do you feel like oh he's going to split if I do that because he's already not that interested? Absolutely. Um, it's just I wouldn't say it's like a last ditch effort, but. If what you've you've repeated, 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 and you're not, it's just doing the same thing. Maybe he's, you can just, I like, you know the terrain, right? And he's on that open knob up there. I know he's not coming off. Dang it, I should have set up different. But I'm here. I can't move on him from where he's at. So then I'll try something different. I'll maybe, it, it's maybe a bird that's not that hot, but I'll maybe try cutting to maybe just get him fired up, maybe flip a switch in him. Maybe I'll gobble at him. I was going to say, is that when you throw in a gobble so it sounds like there's another yep. bird there? And, and that, oh, to me, that's, like, that's like the situation. I'm so glad you asked it. That's like the quintessential situation where I will gobble. Again, I've got the Jake decoy. I've got a feeder out there, whatever, in front of me, or whether I have decoys or not. But all of a sudden, make him sound like, make him feel like, holy cow, Someone's someone is macking on my hen over there. I don't like it. Sure. I mean, and I've had them. I've had it where it doesn't work, but I've had them where they just like the the switch has been flipped and they just tear in, just oh, like triple awesome. gallon running in, and that that's obviously makes for an awesome hunt. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you brought or I brought it up, I guess, but I'm glad you said that because that's something that I feel like I'm not necessarily very good at is when it is a shy bird. I kind of what I call it is like, oh, yep. he's kind of up over here or, or a pressured bird. He, you know, maybe he's heard a few different calls and I just don't have, I don't know if it's the patient. Well, maybe it's the patience for him. But. I think that's what it is. <laughs> the lack but, thereof. Yeah. It's like the lack thereof. Yeah. I just, sometimes I feel like I get too fired up too quick. Yep. And I don't know. I think it hurts me in the long run. Overcalling is probably yeah. one of the biggest yeah, I things. That's I would it, say. it can happen. I, I probably call less than I used to. Again, I think there was a point where I'm like, I'm a good caller. I'll just call him in. Learned in a hurry, humbled really quick that it's not the way it is. Some other, I guess some other scenarios would be like, just I would say kind of a last ditch effort. Um, a fighting per, you know, like obviously you guys are all big buck hunters, right? I've, you guys ever rattled a deer in? Why do you got to say big in front of it? Can't you just say buck hunters? Like avid buck hunters. There you go. Well, no, I think he was looking at me and I only hunt big bucks. <laughs> so I'm just a big 
buck hunt. Yeah. Oh, wrong yeah, term, I guess. Yeah. But if you guys ever, you guys ever rattle coming, the deer, guess though, he's really? not coming back to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? No, what was you guys ever rattled? Yes. And, and had yes. success with yes. it? No. <laughs> okay, so right. I mean, I'm glad you. I got varying answers. So it does work. I've had it work for me. I had it not work more times than not, sure. but it's like you do. I've done it in situations. I used to do it maybe just to think it was cool, but and then the more I hunted, I do it like, okay, I just saw like a 180 inch deer that walked up the ridge. He's not coming into me. It doesn't look like what do I, what can I do to maybe bring him in besides hope? So I'd rattle, right? So in a turkey hunting situation, we're talking about turkeys. Like he's got one from that spot. I can hear hens clucking and purring and yelping with him. He's like, he's not coming in. He's got his hens there. Maybe I'll do a fighting per sequence, you know, and the glass call I got in my hands, maybe it's not the best one for it, but just, they, they make a per sound. They're smacking wings when they get in a fight. And it's the same effect as really during the rut when you're rattling, right? Just a schoolyard fight. Let's go and see who's getting beat on today. And I've had it work. And again, it's maybe one of those vocalizations. It's 200 class level, I guess, or something like that, where if you learn to do it, it can bring a bird in. So here's what it sounds like. Something like that. And I'm bringing a That's speaker awesome. with me from now on, and I'm just going to play this episode. Illegal. Can't do it. Of course. Of course. Yeah. It I is. That. Illegal. Yeah, of course yeah. you did. Oh, I knew that. Yes. So let's, okay, we've gone over, that was everything we just heard was with a pot call. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other call types with you? Yeah. I mean, I've got those lame diaphragm things. Let's. I just. I like have a. I just don't. I got nothing against them, but I think, I think with especially with where we work and what you see in in your past, and at least for me, it's like everybody thinks if you can do a diaphragm call, like it's the pinnacle, right? Yeah, it's the best. It's the best of the mm-hmm. best. But you literally have proved it in the last hour and thirteen minutes that you don't need to learn how to use a diaphragm to kill turkeys from and, techni- and sound good from right. a technique standpoint, a pot call or a friction call requires the most technique. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would say maybe equal like the learning curve or call it what you will. I would say they both have a pretty steep learning curve to like master them. Cause I think, you know, the average outdoorsman can pick up a diaphragm and sound halfway decent. Yeah, so a diaphragm is a must-have. I, I talk like they're just some terrible thing. They're amazing, right? You always have they're, one with you when you hunt? For sure, I do. And one reason, it's hands-free, right? If there's 30 yards away and there's a gobbler that's just not quite coming in, I'm not going to set my gun down, <laughs> pick up my slate, pick up my striker. I'm scared to blink, let alone do that. <laughs> so I got a diaphragm call in my mouth. I do. And I can, I can run one. I just, I'd rather... Like if I'm calling for somebody, I'm I'm using pot call. Like the traditionalist. You'd rather tinker. You, yes. The and traditionalist and you would rather do it like it's yeah. It's and it's what I I mean, I was blessed with a talent to run these better than those. Why wouldn't I sure dance with the girl who brought me there, right? Let's hear let's hear what the new girl has to say though. And 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 you got and and I I, I watch my brother do this all the time, right? So you put your mouth call in there and you, you throw it around your mouth for, I don't know, like if somebody could watch you right now, they'd be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Looks yeah. like he has, it looks like a he lot. has right now. Are you, are you, are you seasoning it? Are you, are you just getting it 
getting it wet and ready to rock. So like, you I put think, it in there and you're moving around. Why? Yep. So with the diaphragm call, when I'd see people get discouraged in a hurry, it's the kind of the age of instant gratification, right? They just watch a YouTube video and you, a lot of people put it in completely backwards, right? But you put it in right and they're not getting the sound you want right away. A, it's a steep learning curve to start with, but every call like has a break-in period. It's not going to sound as good as it, uh, it will out of the box. That's for sure. And then the reads stick together, right? There's two, three, four reads, prophylactic or latex, whatever it might be. And like I'm sitting here and when I'm calling, I'm like making sure they're separated, right? I don't want to embarrass myself if I'm going to call right now. I'm making sure they're separated so sure. they sound good. Yeah. Like, but you got to get them broken. Makes sense. For the life of it and for like the day. H- how long start. would you say a call takes to quote unquote break in? Probably a good week. Okay. Like just on and off, calling dry, like getting it moist and then dry back and forth. So when you, when you, when you take it out of your, it's in your truck, I assume you got a bunch in your, in your, yeah. next to your coffee. I got a lot. Of <laughs> when you, when you, you know, throw it in on your way to work and you're, you're clucking and butting and mm-hmm. whatever. When you get done with it, you just throw it right back in there and it's good to go, like even if it dries and sticks together? Yeah, so it needs to be, like if it's a day later, two days later, it needs to be just slightly broken again. Sure. So and like you're not get, worried about the latex cracking and breaking? No, they, they, you blow them out or they just dry out. Sure. They'll, they're okay. not, not going to last as long as the Yeah, I found if you drop it in a field and pick it up the next day, it doesn't work right. Yeah, yeah, I dried that. And, there, and there's a sanitary thing too. They, get, they can get pretty gross, right? Sure. If I'm going out to have... You know, a pot of coffee. I'm not gonna drink a cup. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then call on like they stink, right? So what I do, like alcohol. When I see you, just show it everybody, yeah. right? So like mouthwash. I yes, I carry mouthwash in my tricky call bag, not in the field when I'm hunting. But um, what I do to like sanitize them and clean them, I'll put them in just a drinking glass. I'll put ten of them in at a time with just straight up mouthwash, and then for maybe a minute, and then I wash it off with cool water. Sure. Because you, you leave that alcohol on there, it's going to dry out and wreck. So, so I always, like my brother, and this is a question, uh, like I still do it to this day. So he'll do the exact same thing, but then he'll take a toothpick and put it in a between the reeds. toothpick is yeah. better, yeah. Is, is that a thing? Yeah, absolutely. That sure. just That's like, he's probably smarter than I am. It just saves you from... Having to pull them apart and stretch yeah. them. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I never... That's actually, I mean, I, yeah, a lot of guys do that. Like in competition, I know I would see those flat toothpicks, like... All Just to time. keep them separated so they don't stick in any way, yep. shape, or form. Yep. Sure. If you could look at the, the look on Tim's face, is <laughs> like, oh, I'll just stick it in the dash of my truck and hope that it works the next day. <laughs> I've had this one so far. 94. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, he's got a... He's got a Are you on stage right now? Oh my or? god! No, <laughs> uh, that question. is incredible. That was awesome. The purr. Are you? How are you? Do, are you doing that by rolling your tongue? How that yeah, soft so purr. The, the way I can, I guess, describe. I am rolling my tongue. There's some guys who like gurgle in their throat to do it. I do. I use my tongue, and it's kind of like huffing up a mirror. Say we're gonna fog up a mirror and draw a heart down or something, right, for your wife. You're not pushing a ton of air out. I'm just huffing a small amount of air and really relaxing. 
and just my tongue's going along for eyes. Okay. I've been trying to figure that one out. For and there's a while. certain That's obviously, yeah. and there's like talk about varieties of pot calls, right? Slate glass, aluminum, the wood, the thick. There's all varieties galore. Same way with diaphragms. There's some that are better than others, and like a ghost cut is a generic sure. term. You know, like well for you that looks like that. Like that's my favorite <laughs> sure. one to to call on for okay. clucking and purring and a lot of stuff. So I see your your the one you grab. Is it just the one you grabbed, or do you like that V cut? Is that a triple? I just grab, triple I just grab one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One that I was calling on the way down in the truck, so sure. was, I knew it was broken a little <laughs> bit, anyways. That's awesome, man. Man, that gets me so fired up because I'll, I'll say this on air. I'll say it in front of Mark Drury. I don't care. I like turkey hunting more than I like deer hunting. I love deer hunting, but I think it's the interaction that you have with the bird. I think it's the fact that you don't have to worry about smell as much. You can and drink coffee. And you can drink donuts. coffee and sit yeah. next to your buddy or your brother or your dad or your sister or your wife or your cousin or whatever and, and yep. just be in the moment, whether it's under a tree or in a blind, but... I love turkey hunting. I love deer hunting, but turkey hunting is next level. I think uh, like obviously deer hunting is it's the experience is what it's about, but there's that trophy aspect, right? Sure. It gets hung up on like usually when you're talking like someone your deer hunt, it comes up pretty quick. How big was it, right? Just right. it's part and there's nothing wrong with that. But turkey hunting it comes up to like how long was the beard, how long were the spurs, how much did it weigh? But it's not the focus of the thing. It's, it's like, how, dude, it how was your hunt? How tell, did it tell me about your hunt. Yeah. And it's just, I think there's personalities that gravitate towards one or the other, you know? It's just yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, the same reason why I, I like, like deer duck hunting. hunting. I like duck hunting because it's it's a, the camaraderie, right? If I'm going to go out duck hunting, I'm going to probably be with Tim and a couple other buddies and we're going to be, you know, laughing and talking about. Our- I'm scared to start duck hunting. Like you can like Me fry too. bacon and hunt and like, <laughs> you can like make a fresh pot of coffee and oh, hunt. Yeah. I just and like, be talking with your buddies. I just went out and bought some new cooking stuff for the duck boat. <sighs> I, like, yeah. It's I've, I was just barely smart enough to not start. Like I, when I used to run the hunting shop in it shields way back, like I was ordering the stuff and selling it and I was like so close, but I'm like, I had enough restraint. Like don't do it, Scott. And I didn't. So do you want to do you want to come? No, so are you coming no, with? Or? Absolutely not. Dude, I, I am the same way. I've had some friends, and I've talked about it before. But I've had some friends that have taken me, and I've went. I went twice, right? And both times, I was like, "Man, this is." And I was as stupid as this sounds. I was lucky enough not to have that quote unquote epic hunt that they talk about. Sure. And I'm so nervous. I, I don't wait. know if I'll go again because of that exact reason. Because I think I would get so addicted to the drinking coffee cooking up bacon, having a conversation. Oh, here they come. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be I quiet. can, I can let her rip boys. You yeah. know, I can almost relive minute by minute. My best duck hunt, or my best deer hunt. I know the th- two minutes leading up before when I shot the deer that that's like, I can't remember every second of it, but that the duck hunt we had where we shot oh, yeah. a seven man limit in 45 minutes. And we had geese landing in the field around us as we were picking up decoys. Yeah, see Think that, how lucky we are, guys. Like, right, we're not exactly. arguing about what's better, but like, it's, this is the conversation. Equally, like, as, what yeah. is? Yeah, this is what I think's cool, and this yeah. is what you think's cool. Like, it's pretty tough, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's we're, a rough we're, world. we're lucky. It really right. is. It, it's so true, and that's so that's we're the mindset. Duck, we're gonna go duck hunting this fall. That's, no, <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> That's the mindset, though. You, like, can, you can do it in a kayak floating down the river. I've thought about that, too. But I lo- <laughs> can you do it with actually, a boat? Like, talk about recipes. Sure, like, yeah. Duck is one of my favorite things ever. Oh, I could use on the grill, just like to kebabs. Cooking, oh, yeah. yeah, that would be really There's helpful. bacon involved, too. Not oh, lying. There's always bacon involved. If there's bacon and whiskey involved or bourbon or whatever, I'm in. Yeah. God damn. Hard to beat. I can't I can't wait for this turkey season to be over just so we can do this, you know? So we we've gotten we've gotten through a lot of the the calling techniques. We haven't done box call. That's is that would you say the box call is the least popular call nowadays? Um, I don't know. It's I guess to me the quickly the advantages of it are it's easy to do like a yelping rhythm for beginner or just for even an expert. It's just awesome for yelping. Um, and they're good for loud. They're not good for soft talk. I'm talking about a paddle style box, not a scratch box or, uh, you know, uh, like a push, push button. Yeah. yeah push I'm button. talking like a normal paddle box, which he's, he's got a couple. <laughs> I was going to say he's reaching into his, th- in his collection of six is around uh, 600. He's probably got I mean, a couple. They're not limited to, but all I'm going to use it for is hard yelping. I think of, I told you, mate, one of my favorite hunts maybe was in South Dakota. It was super windy, open in Black Hills. So like miles and miles you see for, and it was windy. I remember I had this long box, so you know, just a big, true long box, and it's just a high-pitched screamer, and that's, I called it in. I'm like, I swear I heard a gobble. Called again, and it was just like, I knew like that was the only thing that would have hurt. It was loud enough. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You, so, so when you go out, do you carry a pot, a box, and mouth calls or multiple pots. No, <laughs> I carry a box, four pots, five pots minimum. <laughs> always a wing bone, always a trumpet. So two air operated calls, always a scratch box and always a tube call and pocket and diaphragms. diaphragms. And, yeah. and in my vest, how, I how have big is toilet paper you, and it's a pretty big vest. He's got toilet paper. He's yeah. got, he's got I mean, a pot of coffee. I, I vol- yeah. I, I have a, a small thermos involved? of coffee. I'm shopping for a different thermos. That's an important thing this year. Um, and like out locator calls, I, I have an owl hooter, a crow call, uh, peeled woodpecker and a hawk scream in my pocket all the time. Now, if I go out West, I'll switch out the Pele woodpecker for a coyote, obviously, right? You know, one in Rome, there ain't no woodpeckers, but there's a lot of coyotes. So yeah. And it's, it's not, it's not a necessity. I just love it. And I, I collect turkey calls. I have a ton of them. I'm going to, it's almost like it's my fun. My favorite ritual in the spring is like, who's coming with. And I go through the 40 different, 40 different glass calls. I'm like, I'll pick you this year and you're coming with me, this aluminum. It's a new wander. A old call maker passed away and I want to use that call to think of him. There's always something only special to me why everything comes with that day or that that spring. It's it's really cool to me, no one else. That's awesome. And when you have a box of 700 of them, you can actually do that. Ish. I do you have know. a favorite <laughs> box call, the one in your hand? No, this is just a, a good sounding one that was pretty cheap. So if I break it, in a hunting situation sure, sure. or not, but it's, it's a good one. And you can gobble on it. And you can gobble on it. Your new nickname is Gobble. <laughs> sure. I, I'm going with Scott Potter. I'm, I'm Scott <laughs> Potter. <laughs> He's got the man of 700 wands. Yes. Uh, what's the, uh, I know we talked about a lot of different calls. What's one that you think is one of the most overlooked call to use? Oh, 
The one I haven't talked about yet, a tube call. Tube call, okay. As he's digging in his bag of goodies. I feel like that was like perfectly timed because he was yes. looking for it. I was I was one step ahead of you. Oh jeez. Like always. <laughs> um, so they they used to call them like a snuff can call or a, okay. a tube call, but it's basically just a little cylinder with a stopper that goes across half of the uh, one end, and then there's latex stretched across it. Super simple. Um, and like you were asking about diaphragm calls being broken, this yep. latex needs replaced. I, I, need I, I just saw you but, lick it like a. What? So I don't think I've ever even most seen people, so one a lot of, of guys are like I've, I've never, never heard of it. Seen you do I think that. if I've I never... gave you a solo cup right now, you could make a make a turkey sound. Possibly. I actually so like in the goblin contest as an amplifier, I have like from the contest with the Gaylord Opry, like yeah. Ryman, whatever thing. And I still have it and I wrote on there like two thousand and twelve champion. It's like one of my call things. Just cut out the bottom and wrote on the side. Pretty cool. Dude. Well, yeah. I uh, okay. As I'm like speechless. So tube calls are awesome. You can make them like, remember like 35 millimeter film canisters? Yeah. Like so, and could, that's, you could make one like, and it honestly would sound very similar to any of this. It's the latex more than the. My grandpa used to make them out of uh, old fancy. pill bottles. Okay. Yes. He would, he would cut the top off and then put some latex over it with a rubber band around the corner. It's and, all, exactly. I mean, it's super easy to like home, home remedy it. I, I'm in all. We're all know. like literally in shock right I'm, now. I'm gonna pour I mean, another. So, I'm I mean, gonna pour like, another glass Honestly, of like if I get it broken, like and calling good, they they can sound amazing. Like, I I, tru- I truly thought that was one of the best sounding calls that you just had. Yeah, like friction calls in this in a small room like this. Like I mean, this glass call is a pretty good one, I think. But it just it's too much. It just you're almost your ears are just blown out in a room like this. But these in the woods sound good. They're, they're so good. So you got foam on the inside of that thing? That's want... just something one call maker did. Like, yeah. here's one with all. That's probably a more traditional look to one. Sure. Let's give that one a rip. Man, you. And you're just putting your tongue against it and blowing in different ways and pitches. And Yep, you're just using your bottom lip to. I mean, it'd be simple to practice. Do you want, and, do you and want me to bring one for you and do you want to tinker with one? I, no, yeah. Yes. Okay. That's I'll, a yes. Because, you know, I mean. We'll get pictures of all this stuff. We'll, we'll put all this stuff on. I, I'd let you use it, but I have an unidentified lip fungus right now. You don't want to do it. I, I, I got to pour. A, just after hearing that is that that <laughs> I don't even know what to think or say. So I'm going to pour another glass of our. Uh, I don't even think we talked about it yet. Have no, we? Whiskey of the week. A little. Little whiskey, of the, whiskey of the week. Yep. All right, pour me up a glass here, just a small one. You see? So this week's whiskey, last week was, do you remember what it was called? Well, yeah, we, was... Could, we could do whiskey of the month, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, the... we've had some family issues and uh, babies babies and... and stuff being born. Like it's, it's... I've, I've done, I think I've done 15 states in the last, yeah. this month. So so I'm... with that being said, it, yeah, we it's been a few days since we've been here. Yeah, last one was uh, High West. High West, yeah. Yep. So this one, actually, me and some of my neighbors, we uh, we get together and we play, we call it the pool league, but essentially we get together and we 
we buy bourbon, whether it's high end, low end, middle end, round end, square end, whatever. And they and, all just get in a kiddie pool together and drink it. And yeah, we essentially we play some <laughs> yeah we play some billiards. There and, you go. Yeah. And you know we'd bring some whiskey to pass or bourbon to pass or whatever you want to drink. And and this was one that one of my neighbors brought the other night, and I was like, oh my god, it's so smooth. I think you're gonna. I would bet you. I'll bet you five hundred dollars that I don't like. I'll no. bet you the next. No, I'll bet you the next <laughs> bottle. If you like this, even in a little bit, because I I think you're honest enough. If you like this, even a little bit, you have to buy the next bottle. Deal. Okay. No, no Be- chance. It's so smooth. Yeah, I I like it. Yeah, he's so, just lie, I guess. I I will not. Sure. Lie. Nah, he I, won't lie. I smelled it. And it so this is it. the the my pick this week was the red the red breast. It's you know it's a it's a twelve year age twelve year old aged bourbon that it just. Like an Irish whiskey? Is it an Irish whiskey? Yep, yeah. it is an Irish, Irish. whiskey. Okay. It's a single pot still. So, I mean, it's, to me, this has been my favorite so far. It's it's triple distilled. It, I mean, this is, it's smooth. I love this stuff. You're, it's you're very saying, smooth. You're saying things that I think people would think are probably, really cool. Probably are turning us off right now. No, I think that people that like this stuff are like, well, that, that really means a lot. I still it's think it's going to taste exactly oh. like the last one. It's got a little different taste to it too, and I can't put my finger on it, but it's good. I just like that it's so easy to to drink, and I think my friends that don't like whiskey or don't like bourbon or whatever will will like this. I really do. I think you will. I think you will admit that it's okay. 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 Well, cheers up, cups up. Cheers. I don't. I don't even have a, a drink to chase with. I was gonna maybe get a little bit of red wine. <laughs> well, we'll get you some red wine. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. What's the yes, What's God. the wine of the week over here? Well, so any of, the, any of you those that don't know, did you just drink it without us seeing your face? Yep. I don't. No, nope, you don't, don't like really, it at all. Don't really like that, God, that much. Darn sorry, it! I sorry, lost. red breast. I lo- <laughs> Damn it! Tastes a lot like. Something that I just don't really think is that great. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> this is my favorite part so far. <laughs> you, you, look ter- you look like you're gonna throw up. I don't like that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Give me that back. I don't know what. <laughs> Give me that it. back. I'm, I'm honestly concerned of what you think is smooth because that tasted. I like think it was I just drink batteries. I, I want <laughs> if you took Alkaline a battery, lithium. if you t- lithium, <laughs> you took a batteries, liquefied it. That's exactly what that tastes like. Well, whatever. All right. I'm. Anyway. For those of you that don't know, here, Scott, I'm going to join the, my, the the wine of the week train. You want to pour me up a little bit of that? My buddy, yeah, my, our our buddy Scott is is a wine connoisseur. He likes wine, red wine, grape wine, purple wine, yellow wine, pink wine. I'm Most, mostly, mostly white, white wine. wine. And and I grabbed and well, I grabbed I, a, I what mean, I thought looked like a good bottle. It's it's probably like a decimal point different than I'd usually spend. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's it's really good. You if I, like, if I drink like to too have... much, I'll have heartburn, but sure. it well, happens we're, in my we're old. age. We're old. We it get happens. it. So what do you, I mean, what what's it called? I mean. Uh, it's uh, Louis Martini. Sure. So sounds, well, what do you think of it? It's it's really good. Because because I'm like, I do like red wine. I make steak. Sounds, I, steak sounds Italian. Some. It sounds Italiano. <laughs> Italian. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon. It, it's, it is. You. I'm going to tell you what. It tastes a lot better than whatever that oh was that I just had. Yeah, th- this is really good. Like sometimes, I, you, sometimes reds will give me heartburn me, immediately. Can you do for like me awesome. and just take a little? No, like a lipper, just like to get your lips wet. No, I smelled it. <laughs> smelled like <laughs> it's batteries like, or whatever you said. <laughs> Liquefied lithium. Yeah, batteries. I mean, yeah. I no thanks. I really appreciate it, but it, it, it counteracts with the prophylactic in my diaphragm calls, and I'm just not willing to sacrifice. <laughs> that. You know what? There's you a good excuse. What? 
That's why I didn't want to do it. <laughs> That's why. I mean, I, I have a reason. I mean, I'd love to try some, but. It Kevin X. Kevin. With my elite taste buds that don't oh, like whatever what that was. <laughs> I think it's delicious, Kevin. So thank you for bringing it. Yeah. Well, you owe me seven, 75 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, the, the red wine you picked up is good. All but right. next time, just get a cheap bottle of white wine. Okay, got it. Because then we also we can be get a better one date. cheap stuff you can just unscrew. And we did yeah. have to get <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. a screw and the pliers something to we get the cork out. Yeah, so. something we don't have here is a corkscrew. So we, uh, I'll bring my own next time. Yeah, please yeah. do. I, I actually have one in my vest. I forgot. <laughs> Stupid me. He probably has a, a wing bone, like corkscrew. Corkscrew. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. You probably have some. I'm, on, I'm on to something. Yeah. The, the, the Wilhelm's wing bones. How our table looks right now. I really wish we had a camera right now because this is exactly how I pictured the end of this being like turkey calls, turkey calls, a couple bottles of empty liquids and <laughs> and and just telling stories and listening to you know a hopefully world. hopefully better all of us this year in the turkey woods truly because yeah, i feel already i feel like i can go to the turkey woods tomorrow and be more confident whether I, i'm going to be I, successful or not and i feel like i i really wish the season started tomorrow because i'm fired up after all this. i this has been awesome well i have to go wilhelm's on. number now so i'm feeling a lot more confident I'm like <laughs> hey you free today you come on <laughs> golf <for me." laughs> I'll go. Yeah, I know. Not that far away. Kevin, if Kevin, the wife says you can. Just take yes. him off the schedule. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kevin, I need you. Well, if, if Radel says we, if Radel says I can take you off, I'll take you off. So We just need dirt on him. <laughs> yeah, well, good luck. <laughs> I know, pretty clean guy. Yeah, so. he's a good cat. He's a good cat. So, yeah, man, this has been awesome. Yeah, this has been fun. All righty. I yeah. think we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, if you have any uh, suggestions, reach out to us, Instagram, Facebook. Um, email average outdoorsman podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll include some pictures of stuff that, that Scott brought in. Um, anything else? Maybe that clip of him on David Letterman. Yes, we, we will attach that. Yeah, yes. No, just in, sure. in all, in all seriousness, it's a busy, it's a busy life and we're all, we're all dads and got, you know, careers and life and work and it's late at night and just seriously from in all honesty, just thanks, man. Like, this yeah, was awesome. This is awesome. Thanks this for was, stopping by. This is why we like having you. I am so glad you guys asked me to do it. It was an honor. It was a pleasure. I loved it. We're going to do it again. Okay. Kayak, kayak trip this summer. Let's go. Fish fry. We got plans. Talk to you guys later. Thanks for tuning in. See ya.